welcome to the Reading for Success podcast brought to you by the Success League. This podcast focuses on books, articles, and other resources for customer success, provides an overview of each, and gives you an honest assessment of whether or not it's worth your time. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, my name is Kristen Hare, and I'm the host of Reading for Success. I'm also the CEO of the Success League, a boutique customer success consulting and training firm based in San Francisco. Next week, we'll be kicking off a new book for the new year. If you'd like to read along, we'll be tackling Crucial Conversations by Patterson, Grenny, McMillan, and Switzler. Next week, we'll be covering chapters one through three. This week, I've got a new article to review called The Forgotten Dimension of Diversity. You can find this week's article in the January-February 2021 issue of Harvard Business Review and on hbr.org. So what's this one all about? I'll admit, this article made me a little uncomfortable because it's about social class. The author, Paul Ingram, argues that social class is as important as race or gender in creating diversity in the workplace. And I didn't realize how taboo the topic of social class is until I found myself debating whether or not this article was right for this podcast which of course made me realize it probably was really important to talk about. So how is this related to customer success? This one's pretty specific to customer success leaders. All of us should be considering diversity as we build out our teams. And this is an interesting dimension of diversity that isn't often spoken about. Aside from a desire for general fairness in society, in customer success, having a diverse team means that you're well-positioned to serve diverse clients, which is something we should all be striving to do. What were my key takeaways here? I like that the author takes the time to talk about how social disadvantage has impacts across individuals, organizations, and society. And in terms of individuals, my favorite statistic from this article is that promotion to a managerial role creates substantial job satisfaction, as much as a 60% raise in pay would. And wow, I think that often people assume that individuals go after promotions for the money but the author's data provides an alternative story that they're just as interested in the title. In the section called The Way Forward, there are good suggestions and examples of how organizations have tackled the challenge of social disadvantage. Ingram talks about hiring for cultural fit and how unfortunately that has devolved into managers hiring people who share their hobbies, personal interests, or backgrounds. And he talks about how this is sometimes even inadvertently used to exclude disadvantaged groups particularly those from social class origins that are lower. Pages 66 through 67 of the article talk about ways to strengthen and build a cohesive organizational culture that is diverse and well worth a read, even if that's the only part of the article you take a look at. My only concern about this article is this. How do you decide that somebody is of a lower social class? I think in university, which is where many of the examples in the article come from, There are markers like financial aid forms and participation in work-study programs. But in the workforce, many of those definitive markers are hidden. This means that someone's social class is a bit of a guess. While the author does address the fact that certain groups aren't willing to self-select into programs that might provide insight into a lower social class, he doesn't spend much time talking about how to overcome that in order to drive diversity. I wish that this had been a bigger part of the article. So is this worth your time? I'll admit this one made me nervous to review when I read the title, but I'm glad that I did. Customer success leaders would benefit from this article, especially if they're trying to build diversity on their team. 
And those of you in the audience who are interested in social justice would also appreciate the article. Next week, we'll start in on crucial conversations with chapters one through three. You can find this book on Amazon. I couldn't find this one on Audible, and honestly, I wouldn't recommend the audio version anyway. There are a number of helpful charts and diagrams in the book that I think you can only appreciate if you're looking at the visual version. If you're a regular listener, please take a couple of minutes to subscribe, share Reading for Success with other customer success professionals, and rate the podcast. If you have questions or ideas for the podcast, I would love to hear from you. I can be reached at kristen at thesuccessleague.io. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join Reading for Success next time.